Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Welcome back. So it's January. We're in we're in 2020. I don't know how it's going for you, but it's so easy in the beginning of the year. I don't know why this is. It feels so much easier to focus on your goals and really feel like you're achieving them with the start of the new year. So I hope for you it's going well. I hope you're feeling that momentum that comes from the new year. And I hope that whatever goals you were setting for yourself, you're putting in we're putting pen to paper and kind of being ready to execute those goals. I talked about in the last episode that we should use February as a real kickoff date for our financial goals because if we hadn't if we did not do all the planning through the end of last year, then it you can't just flip the switch. And whenever you do that, and I've noticed that, like I said before, I gave the example of dieting or anything, whenever you just flip the switch, you're setting yourself up for failure. And that's not what we're doing here. So this was a time, January has been a time for me of like preparation and planning. So um, being able to kind of focus on things, honing on what you want to do and giving myself a deadline of when I want to be ready so that I can be you know, able to kick off things in February. So I hope that's helpful for you guys. I hope you kind of know what your goals are. A big part of why sometimes we we get into the beginning of the year like this and it gets a little confusing is because we're unclear on what our goals are. You know, social media will have you looking at everything. It's everyone else's thoughts. And sometimes it can be hard to sift through what it is your goals are and what it is social media will tell you your goals should be. So particularly when it comes to finances, you may think that your goal should be, you know, to get an A1 credit score. But if you got a bunch of debt, or if you are struggling with your income level, or if you have um, if you have issues with budgeting and how much you spend, you know, getting your perfect credit score really doesn't necessarily need to be your priority. So, or some people will will have you believe that it's about be, building your own business. Everybody should start their own business, own business. And I had a whole episode about this where it's like to think that every any and everyone can run a business is where you're not really. Um, focused on the the skills and the talent that it takes to be an entrepreneur. Everyone cannot be an entrepreneur. Um, they have to be people who work at the business. And so everyone cannot be the person in charge and everyone cannot run a business. You know, it's just like the idea that everyone can be a boss. Everyone cannot be a boss. They have to be workers. And so the idea or the new wave of, of what people are trying to tell everyone is like, you have to be a boss or you have to be the boss. And sometimes that takes away from your ability to be a worker who can understand the process and therefore make you better at able to execute at the time when you do become a boss. You know, in the work that I do now and the people who work for me, um, I've basically done some variation of all of their jobs. Um, there's few exceptions, but for the most part, I've done their jobs or some or some iteration of it. And so as I lead them, I'm not leading them from a place of never understanding what they've been do- what they're doing or where they're coming from. And um, <clears throat> and I think sometimes, again, social media will have us believe that everyone should just be a boss or the boss. And it doesn't take into account the need that people have to learn the process so that you can be successful at being a boss. And so if one of your goals for this year is entrepreneurship, I wanted to take this episode to go over a little bit about why we... Like I said, why some people need to be the workers because it's a good and important to understand what the the system or the way in which things work. 
I will briefly go over an example that I'm sure you guys have many of you have heard about. But there was a young lady on social media and she was selling. She had a business, a small business on social media where she was selling items. And in selling those items, she was um, she was struggling. And in her mind, she was struggling because she felt like she wasn't getting as much, um, you know, as much sales as she wanted. So for Black Friday, she decided to deeply discount her business, now her her product. Now she's a, a business of one. She did not have a team working for her. She was buying her products wholesale from, I believe, China. She was getting them and then she was selling them. Um, and let's say just for you know, argument's sake that it cost $8 for her to actually purchase this item. And she was selling it for, normally she was probably selling it for double when you include shipping and everything. But because it was Black Friday, she wanted to increase her business because she thought because if you look at social media things like that popularity is what people believe makes for a successful business and so she thought if I can just discount it and get a lot of people to buy that is what will get my business increased and therefore help me to move forward in my business you know there's a few flaws in that logic um particularly because she did not herself have enough capital to make this okay when you do something like that you need to have enough money to take the loss because you're about to take a loss and it's going to be a big one and <clears throat> the idea was that the loss was going to be worth it on the back end because she was going to bring in so many new customers and so much revenue again that's a flawed logic as well in business doesn't you know doesn't always translate into that people who buy things on sale don't always translate into permanent customers I mean this is just this is kind of business one-on-one but unfortunately for this young lady she did not have business one-on-one she kind of went through what was on social media and and what she had heard and what she thought and landed herself in a very bad situation for which one, she was never able to fulfill the amount of orders that she got because she deeply discounted her item so much so that she ended up being um, unable to re-up basically. She didn't have enough money because she wasn't making enough money off the product to be able to re-up to fulfill the massive amount of orders that she got. She did get a lot of orders because she deeply discounted her product, but she wasn't able to fulfill it. And when she tried to stretch it out, there were delays in shipping. People were getting aggravated, annoyed. And then what do people do? Social media just as much loves you as it turns on you. Turned on her <clears throat> and made a big thing about it. She had to go into an apology tour on social media to say that she was very sorry for what happened. And she wanted to garner sympathy from people because she almost saying, you know, I didn't know this was going to happen. Um, some people felt sorry for her. Some people did not. And at the end of the day, she has a, her name is tarnished as a scammer, as a thief, as many things like that. And she's not able to return people's money to them because she doesn't have the money. <laughs> um, and so it's just one of those lessons where I'm, it, I bring it back around and say, you know, she entered into something she wasn't pr fully prepared to do because she made entrepreneurship and selling this, these products online her goal because of something that she had seen. And she had not done enough proper research. She had not taken enough lessons. She didn't learn enough. Um, she wasn't properly prepared. And she jumped into something and tried to um, kind of jump into a, the deep end of a pool for which she could not swim. Um, she has probably, you know, damaged her her reputation in the, in the, in the world, in the world and space of business that she does. And it really wasn't worth it. <clears throat> she could have had a better experience had she just had a Black Friday sale, you know, thought it through accepted the sales that she was going to have at that time and, and moved forward as a slow, you know, slow and steady rather than trying to, to come up really quickly. My point of telling this story is to say that we spend a lot of time, you know, focusing on the goals 
that or focusing on outside entities and outside experiences of other people and setting our own goals. We'll look at if you know in the case of the business young lady, she looked at other businesses who did something similar and thought that that that's that they were doing something different than her or that she should be doing exactly what they were doing because she wanted to have the success she perceived they were having. Sometimes we'll look at others when we're setting our, our financial goals and say, you know, I need to have a new car because you look over at someone else who has a new car. You may say, I need to have buy a house because you see all your friends are buying homes. You should not be setting your financial goals, your goals, period. Let me just say that. But you're definitely your financial goals based on what other people are doing. Because you don't want, you never know what other people's situation circumstances are. Because we live in a culture and a society where even amongst friends and loved ones, we don't talk about money openly. You have no idea how much the next person is earning. You have no idea how much debt they have, how they're contributing, you know. And to be frank, you don't know what they had to do for that. You know, my mother used to always say that when I would see people with stuff, she's like, you don't know what they had to do for that. And I know she meant that on every level. You know, some people are doing things that you wouldn't be willing to do to get money. So you shouldn't be envious when you see them on six vacations. You don't know what that person is doing to get to get that money. And you may not be willing to do what they have to do in order to get the money they need to do that. You know, you know, I had a conversation with a young lady. She's and I call her a young lady because she's younger than me. She's about ten years younger than me, and she's in her, you know, she's in her prime. She's almost thirty, or she is thirty. She's going on all these trips. She's doing all these things, and um, I, we were ha- <clears throat> having that conversation. A third party was sitting there while we were having a conversation. I was encouraging the young lady, listen, you're living your life, etc. And when she walked away, the other young lady, who's again around her same age, was like, "Oh, you know, I, I, I feel like I should be doing the same thing." And I said, so I said, you have no idea her circumstance and situation, why she can do what she's doing. Don't worry about her doing what she's doing. You do what you need to do. You do what you want to do and what you're able to do. You know, she could be going on, on, on all these trips and burning up a credit card debt. And you have no idea about that. She lives with her parents. So maybe that's the difference. This other young lady lived on her own. Like there are other things and circumstances that make people um, able to do things financially that other people can't do. Don't put yourself against other people. Don't compare. Comparison is a thief of joy and many other things. So you can set yourself up with a goal, particularly at this time of year, the new year, just as a goal that's, you know, put up against what you see someone else doing. Never do that. People can inspire you. You can look at someone and say, you know, they're, they're doing great things and I aspire to do great things myself. That's inspiration. When you look at someone says they're doing X and I want to do that X too, that's just envy. You want to be able to look at someone and be inspired and say, you know what? That person is living their best life. I want to live my best life. That doesn't mean I need to do what they're doing. I'm just saying I want to live what is my best life. And what is my best life might not look like what that other person is doing. And that's perfectly okay. And we have to get okay with that. And knowing that you don't know all the details, you don't know all the information. So you cannot compare, you know, you cannot compare what you don't know. And and, and, and getting ourselves focused on that in, in the new year and with the new goals, particularly your financial goals, you have to, you, you know all your details. You know how much money you make. You know how much debt you have. You know the bills you have. You know all of that stuff. And that's when you should be making those decisions based on that. But if you're looking over at someone else, you're like, damn, she got a Gucci bag. I should have a Gucci bag too. You have no idea what she had to do for that Gucci bag. And if you found out, you may find out you're not willing to do that strictly for a purse or a trip or whatever. You know, I don't say this to hate on the social media girls and the quote unquote influencers and all of that, but people are doing some strange things for change. And I'll just say that. So don't be out here comparing yourself to people who you don't know and you don't know the details. Make your goals, set your goals based on your life, what you want, what you can do. 
And it's not even the social media girls. Don't look at your friends. Don't look at your family members. Listen, you don't know the details of what people are up to. Then you don't need to know. Then you don't need to try to do exactly what they do. You should always be in your own lane because there's no traffic there. But don't compare yourself to what other people are doing because you just don't know. And that should be the mantra for 2020. Let's focus on getting what we want. Focus on our own goals, which are going to make for our lives to be happy and not focus ourselves worrying about what other people are doing, how they're getting it, and how they're living it. You need to stay in your own lane because, again, it's no traffic there. So I just wanted to have that conversation for you guys. I wanted to do that. It's the new year. January is still nice and fresh. So take your time still. Write those goals down. Get yourself in order for finances. And let's use February 1st as to kick off our new kind of new year of financial goals. Um, on the next episode, I'm going to talk about in detail some of my financial goals for 2020. I want to go over them in detail with you guys. I want to show you how I'm outlining them. And how I'm kind of um, getting myself kicked off to start moving towards those goals. And um, and we'll do that in the next episode. So I hope that you'll be back. Thank you so much for listening today. If you haven't already done so, head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. And if you have any questions for me at all, feel free to send me an email. Malik, M-A-L-I-E-K at the Financial Emancipation dot com if you have any um speaking engagements or in any any events that you're having this year and you're looking for a speaker to talk about um financial um literacy financial independence financial emancipation i am open um and available for that again you can contact me malik at the financial emancipation dot com thank you so much for joining me and i look forward to discussing our goals for 2020 next week and i hope that you continue to walk on this journey towards financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Have a great day.